Hey peeps, this is another podcast and it's about the latest BS and funny crap business that just happened with Trump in an Alabama rally dedicated to him, of course. And I'm just saying, um, I didn't see this coming. No one saw this coming, but we should have expected this because, you know, remember I was telling you, I think a few podcasts ago, I don't know if I actually did, but I did remember putting it on my TikTok that apparently the Republican base is dying because of COVID-19 hesitancy of trying to inoculate themselves with the vaccine that finally, if you didn't know guys, over the weekend, there were rumors about the Pfizer going to be fully approved by the FDA and they now finally are difference is it's not Moderna and it's not Johnson & Johnson as of yet. But people, the cool thing about this is is this is what happened. It finally got approved and now with all this respect of the vaccines coming in with the good news, Trump decided on over the weekend to try his take on showcasing his consideration for his Trump base because after all these are majority of Republican voters he counts on if he's gonna ever become a future president and that's if it's gonna ever happen after what he just did over the weekend we'll see how that goes anyways back to what I was talking about he decided to tell his base that it's a good vaccine and it really works and you should too and then he got booed and then, on top of that, when he got booed, what really happened was it left him in just shambles. So he had to backtrack and say, oh, I forgot. I'm sorry, guys. I know it's your freedoms and all that crap. So basically, he backtracked what he just said because he knew that his fan base was no longer his fan base at that point. All of a sudden, he realized... At that moment, he wasn't that important. And that's really what happened with Trump. He got basically, I guess you could say, he ruined his own vaccine that day. On Saturday or Sunday when he had this rally. So basically over the weekend, it really wasn't his weekend. Really was not. And then on top of that, I guess you could say one of his... um favorite loyalist conspiracy theorist not my not mike lindell from my pillow i'm not talking about that guy he's he's not saying nothing it was mostly the other conspiracy theorists i'm talking about alex jones alex jones decided out of nowhere and i'm saying out of nowhere he decided to exclaim his disdain and disapproval of what he thought was insane what Trump did. Or at least I would say in these regards attempted to do. Because actually this was an attempt to save his base's life for reals. But for some reason it wasn't received as a save. You could just say it wasn't even a save at all. It was more like something that was just deemed to be lame so that's really what happened he decided to call him a dumbass because he didn't like the fact that he encouraged his own fan base to save themselves basically that's what happened so right now he has a fractured relationship with his party right now it's a fractured trump train it's basically the trump train derailed 2.0 but with the words that he used against his own self. Basically, he played himself. So guess what? Congratulations. <laughs> Anyways, peeps. I'm just saying. That's what I saw. I've been seeing several news. Even one article about this. And I was just like in misbelief. Some people on TikTok are talking about this too right now. Just having a good fun of time about this. Now with the Pfizer being approved. And Trump trying to support his own fan base to be convinced enough to take it, it's really taking a toll back on him as of late. It's true. Just like everyone's been saying, from TYT to other, you know, regular mainstream media talking, and even some uh, late night shows, that it's true. Trump actually, him and his whole family are all fully vaccinated. <coughs> My apologies. 
And the truth is, they actually were. And the whole time, like some of these um, people from the progressive non-traditional media to traditional media saying the same thing, basically blowing the same kind of tune, saying that it's true, he did get inoculated and so did his family. And on top of that, they all were in on it against their own people that supported his base in the first place, which was having the anti-vaxxer crap movement because they wanted to keep up with their people so they can still like them. And of course, just in time for next year's and probably in two years, primaries for the people we elect for on a local level. So think of it this way, peeps. He was trying to encourage these people because he knows dead people can't vote. But isn't that funny? They accused the whole time the Republican base of the Democratic base the whole time of us using deceased individuals to increase Biden's votes. And yet now they have their own deceased individuals. (coughs) I just wonder, my apologies again, I wonder... If that's going to say the same tune with themselves, will they double vote? Will they triple vote? Will they sack the votes in some type of attempt of a robbery? Will that happen at all with these primaries and four years from now's future presidential run if he actually ever bothers to run again? I'm just telling you, peeps. I'm telling you. I'm saying this straight up right now. Their words are now becoming weaponized against themselves. It's a weird thing to see this, but the Trump base, the Republican base, is fractured. They're just fractured. At this point, it's almost like at a, at a, at a, at just at the, you know, the instance in life of no return. That's really his base right now. That they're going through hell. And they're not returning from it. That's how warped these people's minds are. That they're like so lost in the thick of it all. And they're and they're not going to be able to recover from it. That's how bad his base is right now. That he can't even say the right things to them without them trying to kill him too. Next, next you know, with uh, um, his former vice president running... Mike Pence. That was going to be him, possibly over the weekend. Hung next to probably Pence, possibly. Even though Pence is still alive and, you know, not hung. And safe and sound, of course. I'm just telling you, peeps. Some people are saying this. They've been saying that the point of Trump's fan base is that they're just warped beyond reasoning. Like, not any word can be, you know, fully understood. And some people even admit this right now on Twitter, on TikTok. I'm talking about TikTok, not Twitter. TikTok. There was one guy I started recently following. He said this himself. The reason why he doesn't follow conservatives anymore is because of this exact warped mindset. And some, you know, Democrats also are guilty of this too. Warped mentality of believing all the conspiracy bullshit... And not even letting themselves think for a second. Maybe everything that they're telling them is too good to be true. And you know, because some people are kind of sad like this, that sometimes they want to believe everything is possible, but really it's not. But they want to believe a lie because it fits their type of belief system in general. All we just know for now is that the Trump-based agenda was just to lure stupid people and that they would go in his whims, and it was correct. He said when he was going to run, he did say this himself, even though they claim in some fact checkers that he uh, wasn't doing that, which turns out to be a lie because it it really tells me everything you have to know about Trump, was that he would have people love him and that he would be running as a Republican, which he did. And then he ran 
with that conservative logic and then now he became what he was four years later four years ago and today is now trying to save his base but now he kind of lost the power of his stronghold at least over the weekend we're not sure if they're still gonna still run with his um baseless trump base trump derailed train but this train 2.0 is just a minor hiccup for him at least to say the least when he had to save his ass and say oh i'm sorry i forgot you guys' freedoms my bad i know uh but you know the vaccine does work it's good and if you don't like it well then now you know I mean, saying that kind of stupid shit. But as you know, this goes to show you that Trump really is trying so hard to have people kiss his ass so much because he really just loves, like some people have been saying on TV and on the late night shows, he just loves the fanfare, really. It's like a fan thing. It's basically fan shipping on steroids. He just loves to fanship the crap out of those fans because he needs every fawning fan to just idolize and worship the guy and where he stands and walks and shit and he just can't help himself so that's why he's doing his best not to piss them off by keeping them you know interested in making him still relevant despite the fact remember if you guys didn't remember this he did have a web page for a while after he was banned from twitter facebook instagram possibly tiktok and I don't know why, for some reason, Snapchat and Spotify. What the fuck? <laughs> He's weirdo. He just gets blocked everywhere. And then he attempts to go on Parlor, and then the people of Parlor didn't have much for long, and they just kind of disappeared. And so he's been just desperate, and then he had a web page, and no one really did come over because I guess nobody knew he probably had a page. Then he destroyed that shit, and there he is back being a little bitch at the fucking rallies. Oh my god. I'm just saying, people, it's a shit show for Trump. This year has not been easy for this guy. This is just one of the many blows he pretty much fucking did. He did an insurrection, he had a webpage, both sucked, and then he didn't even get back into the office. He got impeached twice. On top of that, he wasted some of our taxpayer dollars, or his fan base's dollars, rather, and found out that the votes were accurate and not inaccurate. And now he's trying to kiss their ass and say, please get vaccinated. I don't want you to die. And they were like, boo. And then he just went back to his own little safe space corner and went like, never mind. <laughs> Man, that was dumb. But it goes to show you, <laughs> it's just, you can't have everybody like you. He found out the hard way over the weekend. Hopefully, it just stays that way afterwards, and maybe they can finally wake up from their narcissistic tendencies and not kill each other or kill others or go hyperventilate or go hardcore or rogue or whatever or commando just because they're not having him in office. But now that their own leader is saying weird stuff that they would never hear, normalized stuff that they would never consider as sound advice... And that's what I'm saying. I think his base is starting to fracture. They're starting to fracture ever since he couldn't go back to office. And like I said already, they're fracturing people. Trump base is fractured. And now it's obvious that it's at the point of no return. Like all the other people were saying before me. They're just warped. And it's beyond no return. And you can't even talk to them. Because that was the whole point. When Fox News... When Trump, his little Trumpy allies in the Senate and the government at the time when he was in the administration and before he started running to become the president, they had all got this dumb idea together to garner votes and by acting like that they were relatable to some of the people so that way he can get in and win, which worked for a while. Now, since he's not in office and he has no power and no significance and actually even no relevancy, that too also isn't working in their advantage. And now it's going to cost them this coming uh, primaries <laughs> next year or in two years from now, 
because the fact that they didn't see this coming when they told their own base to not vaccinate and now they're almost all dead. They played themselves. And they should congratulate that. Because without their ignorance, they wouldn't have no voters. So thanks to them, they co-signed the death of their own fan base. And it had all to do with the anti-vaccination rhetoric to be all about, oh, if it's not like this or if it's not a certain way at that. And now that one of the vaccines have been FDA approved, now it's almost like it's inedible. And on top of that, people, if that doesn't sound anything for sore eyes, I just don't know what is. I'm just telling you, people, it may not sound like much, but the real reality of this is this. At least he tried. I know it sounds sad. I know it sounds weird. But at least he tried to save whatever base he has left because after this anti-vaxxer crap movement, we're not sure four years from now if he's going to have much of a base to sound off and fanfare anymore because they're all going to be deceased by the time that shit happens. So we'll see then if anyone's going to vote for Trump in the near future. If they actually live to tell about it. And I mean if. Just like some of the people who are trying to like, you know, vote their way into my state of California through voting yes against recalling Gavin Newsom. I'm just going to say the same thing. If they even manage to survive even the recall of next month either for that matter. Which by the way guys, if you don't know, please vote no on... California state ballot because it's just a waste of our taxpayer dollars and also it's not even a fulfilling time to be doing it just because some of us were just upset and angry and petty but for reals people vote no because Gavin actually did his job unlike those people who didn't want to do theirs and now almost all their constituents if not the base that they support to keep their cushy jobs are now dead think of it this way peeps those of us who are alive and got vaccinated, and actually made an effort to do this to save ourselves, we should be happy, grateful, and thankful. Not rubbing it in people's faces, of course, but just remember, bitches. Just remember, people. It doesn't make us any better than them, but at least we know better than them to naturally select ourselves out of the equation of life. That's all I gotta say. Not to be a gloater here, or like how some conspiracy theorists put it, elitist mentality it's not an elitist mentality if you use common sense it's just not common for you to use common sense that's probably why you think everything's elitist when you hear it you just gotta think of it this way now that it's FDA approved will you still hold off on the vaccine until all three of them are fully approved and then down the line will you actually make an effort because like I said Flu season's going to come back up and fall is fast approaching. Summer's almost over. So uh, you got yourselves to think about this while you're waiting for people like Trump try to convince you otherwise, even though you're going to probably boo the fuck out of him again if he does it and probably not be his fan anymore, <laughs> which means like we don't care because it's not like you guys were ever fans to begin with of his show, The Apprentice on NBC, by the way. Which, by the way, you all would have been fired if you didn't take the vaccine and he was actually your employer. Just saying, peeps, it's not cutting costs. It's just cutting ties. And these souls don't know why they're dying. I'm just saying, peeps, I'm glad he actually did do the right thing and tell his people finally, after all this time, before he got impeached twice and before he lost to Joe Biden. Finally, he did his part. Unfortunately, he didn't do those things before as he should have. Because had he told his base before he left office, before he got impeached twice, and also got beat to the punch by Joe Biden, he would have actually had those people right now. Had he told you guys... It's okay. Vaccinate. It's not that difficult. 
It's just comical to think that you have to make things difficult, especially when my family is already vaccinated, not you. I'm just saying, people. Life is not what you think it is. Life is really what you make it. And if you're making a decision to end your life in a predicament of your own, that's on you. Now, at this point, I can say about people who are anti-vaxxers, it's not a their problem. I think it's just a you problem at this point. I'm just saying, people. Trump tried, and majority of his fans died because he didn't try that earlier. Sad. Well, that's it for this podcast. I'm Rosie Says, and as always, see you next podcast. And check the next podcast right now, if you haven't already, because I put all these podcasts out and it's really fun. So see you next time. Bye. Hey, peeps, I got another podcast on deck for you. And this time we're going to talk about scary things before you start considering when buying a house as a first-time home buyer. Now, I'm not the best expert in the world about this kind of information, so this is what you have to do what you can do with this information, as you will, that will be on your kind of fall. But I'm just giving this as sound advice, because apparently, as a, a person who lives with someone that is now going to become a home buyer real soon herself, she ran into some very stupid and unnecessary situations that didn't even have to happen, but actually happened. So apparently over the weekend, my mom, for the last few weeks already, she's been dealing with a lot of slew of people who have not really wanted to really fully commit to selling their homes after all in the city in Santa Barbara County that we're considering purchasing. In fact, two or three of these homes became duds because out of three of them, one, the home buyer was just greedy. The last one became because they just didn't want her to purchase it for some weird reason, even though they didn't give an explanation. And the other, the latest one, was because it was because they were just trying to just leave her with her previous, with this homeowner's previous tenants that were hoping to just have her continue renting to them as the new owner. Basically, like, you know, ever seen one of those uh, signs when you see a building and it says under new management? Basically like that. They were going to have my mom become the new management for the people who are still renting at two of these homes that had two um, sets of families living under a rental house agreement. And that was something she said she was just not going to do. It was something she told me that she said it was just arrogant of these people and rather bold of these homeowners. Because remember how what's been happening as of late during this pandemic recession? And even though right now supposedly it's a recession on the rebound and maybe not probably for long rebound. And apparently these homeowners, especially in California or apartment owners, especially in California, and if they're not housing authority I'm talking about, I'm talking about those who are just individual owners in general, like the mom and popper shoppers that own the little mom and pop shops in our local cities. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the homeowners in general and apartment owners with no governmental assistance. I mean, those people. Remember I was telling you that most of these apartment owners and homeowners count on renters because they have to make a living off of them and not because they had to pay only mortgage or property taxes. It was really because that was their actual source of income so they could survive and have their bread and butter, you know, to eat, to survive, to make a living because it pays for their bills. And it's nothing to do with the house in general. It's just because they have a need to eat, a need to sleep, a need to stay somewhere and have a roof over their own heads. That's what I mean. 
And it seems like those owners are getting desperate now since Gavin Newsom, and it's not, I'm not saying it's really his fault, followed through with the CDC guidelines. And the CDC guidelines were instilled and became since last year's pandemic that started in back of late February, early March. And since then on, it's been ruining some of these homeowners, apartment owners financially, and now they're getting desperate, and now they're convincing themselves to sell off their home if they're not able to make that living anymore. <clears throat> and it was just unbelievable to believe that this was really what going to happen to my mom. Thank God she didn't fall through. Thank God some of the people weren't sure about this, and thank God one of them was greedy enough not to even go through it. So... Even though Sissy tried for the Santa Maria town, it just wasn't going to happen because it seems like those people were just not going to go. And she saw from some video phone calls that it looked like for the situation itself that it was just not going to be anything happening in that town for us. It seemed like they were just too invested in their own selves to want to leave the houses that they were renting themselves to by these house owners it seems like they were just hoping my mom would be some kind of weird um business owner and just still let them live there and deal with their non-payment and this is what i was saying to my mom i think they're not paying their rent and because of that one law which prohibits anyone to be kicked out during the pandemic by the CDC because Gavin Newsom initiated because he's our governor right now. This is why these homeowners are upset. And so instead of throwing these people out, they decided to want to sell their place to the next sorry sap to deal with that kind of mess. So what I'm trying to tell you people is this. You got to be careful when you buy a house that you're not buying someone else's disappointed business acquisition. Like you're not buying someone else's home because the people have a legal right to stay there because of the pandemic and what the CDC encouraged all you know, governors of their respective states to do, which was insist on having people stay in their home during the pandemic, which Gavin Newsom lovingly did his part. He he, and many governors knew this was going to be a, a probably a sketchy idea to do, but lives had to be saved at the expense of these homeowners and, ho and apartment owners. Even though they don't have any government assistance. You see, what I don't understand, a decade ago, during the first recession that I had to deal with, as a young 20 to 19 year old woman, I didn't see this as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was just no pandemic, but it was just a minor job loss at the time. And time wasted a little. And then we're slowly kind of getting out of that. And then, of course, with Trump in office, he ruined us financially. And now we're in this current recession. And now on the rebound. And current pandemic that's still ongoing. Unfortunately, it's that way. And then... These people didn't get bailed out like they did with the banks a decade ago. What I wish the CDC did for all these mom and pop homeowners who rent out their houses and mom and pop self-independent owners who rent out apartments and rooms and apartments in general, I wish they bailed those people out. Before initiating the CDC mandate of quarantine place. I know things when that happened. It was just crazy. But while they mandated it. They should have did something about. Also paying these people. So they wouldn't have to. You know. Force these. 
tenants out of their house if they had nowhere to go because they're trying to quarantine in place while they were waiting for, you know, the close call or when it was safe or when it was good to get out cautiously, you know. And this is finally what they were doing in the state of California, which they never did before, was put every homeless person in apart, not in apartments, but in hotels and motels that they bought themselves just to keep people out of the streets and out of sight from COVID-19 catching up to these people, which I thought was wonderful and which I criticized, as you know, I did criticize this before. I wish they did that earlier in the previous time that we were in, but they didn't do it because there wasn't a pandemic out there killing everyone all at once. So this is why I suspected why they're only doing it now to get people off the street and off of homelessness is because they don't want the pandemic to accelerate. And so this is why it happened the way it did. And now it's just the way it is. I'm just saying, people, it seems weird, but this is why you're you're not realizing this, but when you have to buy a house, make sure you're not buying someone else's, um, basically busted up venue that just didn't work out for them, and you're just basically tagged into someone else's financial loss because they couldn't make the kind of money they couldn't make on their own and because they couldn't kick these people out because in this state of California it was prohibited to do such a thing like that so that's why people that's why my mom ran into these little house hunting hiccups because these people were not telling the real estate business people the truth that they were just really trying to just you know throw their basically busted up business onto an unsuspecting home buyer sap basically to catch up and then have to deal with that mess on their own the truth is what my mom told the real estate owners was i can't legally throw them out and also they have rights too that's what she told the real estate owners and she told them do you have another place that isn't co-inhabited or inhabited with any tenants currently living at these houses that are single family homes and so they helped again and this time they went down to Lompoc which is a city miles away from Santa Maria of course in Santa Barbara County and unfortunately, there was actually more of an opening because there was one house she finally found that was vacant and really for sale. And there was nobody happening. So fortunately, she found at least one. She found one. And that was the good news. I told my mom this myself. You should just go with the one that's vacant. If there's nobody living there... There's no renters, there's no people, back rent renters either, who are living in that place right now. You should go with the one where there's nobody living at all at the place. That's the one you should be picking because that's your best bet. No one's going to live there because there's nobody there. And she agreed with that. And then that's the, ultimately the one she picked and ultimately got approved. So now it's starting to look like it's good for Ceci because now she finally can say she's now a first-time home buyer because finally there was an opportunity that was waiting to happen. Luckily, she found it in a place not too far from the new hospital or medical center, I don't know what they call that, nearby the opening of Lompoc Town, next to Home Depot for some reason. I don't know why they put it over there. It's a weird location. But at least they know if people pull up from the 101 south or north and they go into that one squiggly road that goes into the city of Lompoc, they'll see the hospital and Home Depot and then you'll see the name of the town just laid up it's still, if they still have it like that, of course. So that's really what happened. She got lucky in her 
supposed favorite town. But it was that because of the fact that the two other or three other homes were just unavailable for her to buy because there were people still living inside those homes and not really wanting to move. And because of what happened during this year and last year's um, CDC mandates, making it harder for people to get rid of people because it's not legally lawful. Even though usually what happens when there's no pandemic and there's none of that stuff, usually it happens like this. There's no extended home moratorium. There's no penalties. The CDC doesn't really care about this kind of stuff. And normally by the time you're, you know, basically due for rent, you either give up your home or make money however you had to normally make or something else to keep it. So in this case, these tenants were lucky because it was CDC's mandate and Gavin Newsom's, you know, selfless, you know, governing power that ultimately made it harder to evict these people out of their home. So they're safe for the time being, but they still have to pay that rent that's still due. And I feel like this is why these homeowners felt the need to go to a real estate company so they could avoid dealing with non-paying residents if they can't take them to court if it's going to be legally you know going to make them lose their business so rather than doing what happened in the state of california which actually did this happen a woman in san francisco owned an apartment it was a black woman of course and her tenants were white and she wanted to evict them because they weren't paying their rent like normal people. But this happened during the pandemic of last year, of course. Or this year. I'm not sure when this happened. But she tried to evict them because she was trying to bring in her own family that were in the same predicament as these two white tenants. But unfortunately, she couldn't get them out. And so they were taking her to court. They won their case, by the way. But for some reason, she lost the apartment and lost owning the apartment. And supposedly now she's homeless herself, the owner of the apartment. And is sleeping in her own car or something. I saw this on a video by one of the people I follow sometimes on YouTube that does Bible sermons. And I thought that was very strange. But of course, I'm not surprised she lost the rights to own that place. I felt racism was a factor, but who knows if that really was the case at that point. Because, you know, like I said, the CDC did mandate that they can't have people, you know, kicked out of their homes. And so that's why Gavin Newsom in this state actually made it prohibitive for anyone to be kicked out just because of non-payment due to the vaccine or the COVID-19, whatever, rollout. And they couldn't do anything about it. So, and by the way, it has nothing to do with the vaccine. I just, I I forgot to say it was a virus. So it's COVID vi virus. And due to the COVID virus, that's why they would be kicked out because they couldn't go back to work because of the virus. And so that's why they can't lose their house because of the variant now re-emerging again. And before it was just the virus itself. Before it mutated, of course. And now, this is why I feel like these homeowners are getting desperate and they're going to real estate people trying to sell something that they're not able to make money anymore off anymore. And because what Gavin Newsom did, what the CDC instructed, this is why I feel he's being recalled because of things like this. I know it sounds harsh to believe that this might be one of the reasons why he's getting recalled, but having to have a home or an apartment as your own livelihood or business, and you're not even able to make not even one cent off of it, and then to the point that you can't even kick out people because it's unlawful and against the law because the CDC said so, I can understand why they're getting desperate and going to these random places like Zillow, Redfin, other local real estate people just so they can get themselves off a burden of a financial thing that no longer works for them anymore. But I don't know if you guys know this, 
But the same lady who I follow who posted about this also put another disturbing video that happened somewhere nationwide. I don't think it's in California because I don't know if it did, but if it was, that's scary. But anyways, there was a man, he was an apartment owner, and of course, like the same story like the old the, the black ladies, this white looking guy got impatient, wanted his back rent paid, and some of the renters that he rents the apartment for couldn't pay him so he decided to shoot his renters he killed two of them he almost tried to kill the third tenant but didn't manage to finish the job because by that point he got arrested and now is charged for attempted manslaughter and manslaughter two tenants of his former apartment complex and this happened somewhere in this country and that goes to show you how bad these renters are are getting crazy and i and i and i'm going to say this again this is nothing to do with paying any taxes property taxes or paying a mortgage cuz you know what my mom told me i don't know if this applies to the state of california but supposedly nationwide that the rent moratorium also prevented banks from seizing these places as well as expecting payment from these apartment and homeowner individual property owners. So that tells me already I was right when I said this had nothing to do with paying property taxes or paying a mortgage. This was really just their way of making a living and an income, an honest income, if you will. And that was their livelihood. And then that's going away because these people can't pay them and so now some of them are doing the most unthinkable which is trying to sell their property to rent to real to realtors to sell it to unsuspecting home buyers like my mom who are also first-time home buyers as well or not and then just so they can you know make the money that they need to basically do it quick and get it out of their way. But yet, not all states have the same, you know, moratorium thing or they don't have, you know, the ability to do so because they refuse to do to political policies or partisan issues or whatever. And so now there are some people in some states like that, that man I just told you about right now who are just, doing things and getting things in their own hands and trying to just punish those who can't even do anything about it. So, I mean, I'm just saying it's getting to the point where if they're not getting their their share of the pie, they're just going to take it away from you. So in this case, when those three individuals got shot, two of them now dead from that man, he could no longer probably even own that property at this point. And I don't even know what if he had any more tenants already. If he hasn't already shot them already up already. But that tells you peeps. You know, you gotta be careful. You know, right now some of us, I, I keep hearing stories about wanting us a decent wage and higher. Because the jobs are not being lucrative as they're supposed to be. But, you know, these stories are not fake. These are real. And I'm telling you. It may not sound right, but you might as well make an, make an effort to try to find a job if you're able to, if you have a car and you're able to get to that place and have the ability to make the money so you could finally be able to rent. I mean, I know it sucks, but not all the states have a extended moratorium, so you guys have to be very careful. And you know, since that happened... Now you have to be even more careful because we're not sure how mentally these rent owners of these apartments or houses are feeling right now. So you just got to be aware of who you're renting to now because some of them are just not going to have it anymore. They're either they want the pay now or you're just not going to pay at all. So I would suggest be careful. And in the case of being a first time homeowner like my mom... Also be careful, you know, be very wary, ask questions. Even if they don't want to tell you the truth, 
keep asking questions, keep pressing for the answers. And one thing you have to remember is that if if they're bidding higher, pull out. There's no point. You have to spend the money you have on you already that you saved. You don't have time to do these bidding wars or games to get a place. If they really want the highest bidder and stuff, then they should just say so and just not, you know, wait it out to see who has a better offer. It's just stupid. And also, be aware if they say they have tenants still living there or you see a house that looks like it's still inhabited, I would say defer and deter and and just walk away from that. Run if you have to. Just don't go to these houses that have people already living in them because it, it, it most likely is just one of those rental business agreements and not really you owning that house because you're going to inhabit it yourself. So I would suggest ask and keep asking the real estate people who do business with these type of homeowners to have them fess up and tell the truth because there's something suspicious about this right now. And I feel like it needs to be said. And I think you guys would agree with me. It seems weird. It seems odd. Why do they need to sell their property? There's people living there. How rude. Did they even ask these tenants they were going to do this? They should have not did this. But my mom told me one time there was a situation almost similar to this years ago in the same town of Lompoc where we used to live, actually. Because actually, you guys don't know this, but I used to live in that town of Lompoc with my sisters, of course. We used to live there. And about the time before we moved away into San Luis Obispo County and, of course, ending up in this crappy town, we actually moved here because of some domestic violence issues and the crazy part about that was that house was at the same time we were moving out anyways they were already considering about selling it to another owner and doing you know remodeling and refurbishing the place so when they heard we were going to move out anyways it was just like a godsend for them at least the previous homeowners of the part of the single family home we were renting to at one time from late 1999 to like the early 2000 2000s when we were living there so that probably already happened and yeah and that's what i'm saying people and they said there were going to be an option if we wanted to stay there and just, you know, still rent to the new owners. And, of course, my mom kindly declined. We moved away. And we were never seen back into that town until I went there back there myself around 2004, 13, if I recall, or 12. I went there on my own to see how the town was. And I got there. It was, like, basically 12 in the afternoon. And then I left the town like around 1 or 2 to go back to Santa Maria because I just didn't want to stay there too long in Lompoc. I actually managed from this town, San Luis Obispo, on one of these county buses called RTA. And I took that for two hours. And then I took another two hours from Santa Maria to Lompoc. And I ended up down there myself. So I did see some changes actually. Just a few. And then I walked by this like one part of the neighborhood. And then I hopped back on the bus, of course, because I didn't want to stay behind and get left behind. And also, I didn't want to be stranded in that town where I used to live, of course. It's ironic that I went there for like an hour or two. I didn't stay for long. But I left that place. And then I got back into Santa Maria. And then I got back into town, like much later, of course. Like in the evening, like I always do this all the time. I'd always leave Santa Maria, like, on the last bus, and then i just go home, and then I'm already, like, walking home, like, it's, like, already around 8 or 9 at night. And that's how funny that was for me, and I liked it. It was fun. So I did that that one time. It was a weird experience. I hadn't been there in years, so it's going to be weird again if I go there again, but living there again it's going to be weird again, 
but it's gonna be a weird where it's like it's okay but still disappointing because like this town of San Luis Obispo that one is also a small town meaning not much jobs not much work and short bus schedules which is not good this is why I was hoping my mom did the smart thing and not be close-minded for once because she's always close-minded and not smart so that's why I say when I say she's dumb I really mean that she doesn't think things through enough and so this is why I didn't try to put her down for this at this time but I did tell her this you really have to understand there's a reason why I keep saying we should keep moving to a big city because I keep telling her this one if we don't have a car or know how to drive one why would you want to live in a town with everything spread out or in this case not even so often so you'd want to live in a town where the buses and trains and trolleys of any kind are more active and more often so that way you wouldn't have to worry about having to make an effort to drive a car so you could have that kind of thing see the problem with my mom is she'll get the house in Lompoc but she's gonna pay mostly that and that means the car thing may not even happen because all that money is gonna go to that house and property taxes and the partial loan she'll have to pay back and then there won't be any room for driving lessons or even a car. And because of COVID-19, you know, waking the fuck back up and the variant accelerating again with the new one called Delta, that might be officially a dud. And it's just going to be like that until people finally, after this new FDA approval, will do the right thing and get inoculated for fucking once. At least with the Pfizer for now. But anyways, peeps, I'd ramble more, but I got no more stories to give because that's all I have to say about this housing cautionary tale of tales and experience with my mom that she just had over the time. But as always, people, thank you for listening. See you on the next podcast because this is Rosie Says. So bye. See you next time.